Hello, and welcome to the 100th edition of Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. We have been given a perfect guide to God-honoring prayer. Think about that for a moment. Do you want to pray in a way that is biblically correct? Do you want to pray in a way that brings honor to the Lord? On two separate occasions, Jesus gave us the model prayer. In Luke chapter 11, verse 1, Jesus was praying, and after he had finished, his disciples, who had been observing him, said, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray. And, of course, the Lord Jesus uh, obliged them, and he gave them there uh, part of the model prayer. And then... If you look back in Matthew chapter 6, and that's where we are in our study today, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 13, in the famous Sermon on the Mount, Jesus again gives the model prayer. It is sometimes known in the church as the Lord's Prayer, but I think that it would be more properly titled the model prayer because Jesus gave us this prayer as a guide as to how to pray in our prayer life. And so, this prayer begins by honoring our Father. Our Father, who is in heaven. And and, uh, so, it's recognizing a lifted up, high and holy and transcendent God. A God who is above us all. A God whose ways are higher than our ways. Our Father who is literally in the heavens, above everything else. The Creator God. The God who created time and space and energy and all that exists. That is the one that we're looking to. And He is our Heavenly Father, our Abba Father, our our Father that is close to us, that loves us, who follow Him, who follow His Son. And then this prayer includes two sets of petitions. A petition is just simply asking for something. There are two sets. The first set is is um, um, God-directed. There are three of them. Uh, the three are uh, hallowed be your name. In other words, we want to honor and and uh, respect and treat as holy your name or all that you are. And then the second of the uh, first set of three petitions is your kingdom come. And, and we studied on the last podcast that that means, uh, uh, first of all, when we're converted, his kingdom, his rule, his authority comes into our life. And then when we uh, are committed to obedience, uh, we obey his kingdom, his rule is in our life. And then, of course, we're praying your kingdom come for future when Jesus will come and rule and he'll rule over all as Lord of lords and, and king of kings. But then today we look at the third petition that is God directed. And it is this, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want you to understand that God's will is done in heaven. Uh, It it is without a doubt done in heaven. Now, you got to listen very carefully because uh, here we come into what is known as a divine paradox. Um, God's will is done in heaven, but the question is, is it done on on the earth? And, and here's a question. Since God is sovereign, and, and sovereign means he has total authority, total rule. Since he's sovereign, won't his will be done on earth? 
Well, by implication, as we pray this prayer, your will be done on earth like it is in heaven. Uh, The implication there is it's possible that his will is not being done on earth. Now, that word will there could be translated strong desire. I I want to say to uh, all of my friends who uh, believe strongly in the sovereignty of God and you believe in the doctrines of grace and you believe that God is predetermined and and I I happen to fall into that camp you know and some some would call call them Calvinists um, uh, and and uh, there are other names there are other titles for it and and sometimes I think we we miss uh, we're so, we get so locked in on on our belief system that we miss uh, the whole picture and 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 I, as humans, I don't think we're real comfortable with paradoxes. You know, uh, two things that don't seem to to add up. And there's plenty of that in Scripture. There's plenty of divine paradoxes in in Scripture. And I don't have time to go into them here on the on the podcast today. Or I wouldn't be able to finish this. But but I just want to say that uh, God is sovereign. And and God's plan is not thwarted, but there is a sense in which uh, we can uh, miss the will of God. God's will is written in his word. I want you to understand that. So when we pray your will be done on earth, what we're asking that is that that uh, the things that are written in God's word would be obeyed, would be done. And, and so I just want to encourage you as you pray would you pray in that way for yourself and for others that we would be obedient to the written word of God, that God's will would be accomplished in our lives, that we would not be disobedient Christ followers, but we would live lives of obedience. And by the way, when we live lives of obedience, that's that's where the protection is. When we disobey, we bring on uh, bad consequences uh, to, to ourselves. And so... Uh, that that is an important prayer. And so again this first set of petitions is God directed. Hallowed be your name, may your name be honored, may all that you are be honored, your kingdom come and your will be done. But now let's look at this second set, this second set of petitions and they're kind of human directed. Uh and the first one is this, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, the word give, let's look at each one of those words for a minute. The word give implies that uh, that we don't have it, that we need to get it from another source. And I would say to you that everything, every good thing comes from God. We aren't self-sufficient. Some of us need to hear that because we kind of puff ourselves up and we think that uh, I'm a self-made man, I'm a self-made woman, uh, I make things happen, and and I understand uh, well-meaning people mean that, but uh, here is the truth. Um, Everything that I have comes from God. I am not self-sufficient, including my life. I didn't give birth to myself. I don't cause myself to breathe. I don't cause my brain to operate properly in the brain waves. I don't make my heart beat. Um, and, and it goes on from there. Uh, everything that I have comes from God. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. In other words, God is immutable. He's unchangeable. God is consistent and faithful. And all those good gifts that He constantly pours out on us um, and, and is, is from God. And so give. And then the next word is us. Not me. 
Not give me, give me, give me, but give us. We ask for others as well as ourselves. We as Christ followers are part of a community. And so this is not a selfish thing. Uh, it's not give me so that I can be better than everybody else, but give us this day. This day is is uh, God's sufficiency on a day-by-day basis. You know, we set aside money, we save for the future. Uh, when we look in our pantry here in America in particular, in, in many cases, there's food not for the day, but for the week and maybe the month and maybe even more in the freezer and so on. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with planning ahead and doing that, but on a day-by-day basis, we depend on Almighty God for everything. Give us this day our daily bread. That is our physical needs. It would include food and clothing and shelter, those basic things. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse verse 33, he says this, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And in the context, all these things is is our daily needs. It, It is our food and clothing and shelter needs. God has promised as we seek his kingdom, he will supply those things. And so, um, please don't live a self-sufficient life, uh, feeling like that you're the person making it happen. Now, now again, there's another one of those paradoxes. Do we work? Yes. Are we supposed to work hard and be smart and save and do all of those things? Yes, there are plenty of verses that, that in the scriptures that to point in that direction. But the bottom line is the ability to do all of that comes from God. So we always need to recognize that our total dependence on God for, for everything that we have. Give us this day our daily bread. Then the second petition is forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors now that is is a a strong request there forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors jesus after this prayer was over in verse 14 and 15 says this for if you forgive others for their transgressions your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others then your father will not forgive your transgressions in other words, no forgiving, no forgiveness from the Father. Now, that's not referring to our initial justification, our initial forgiveness. When we came to Jesus and, and turned our lives over to Him and, and repented of our sins and asked Him to come in and forgive our sins and be our Lord and Savior, at that moment, we were declared righteous before God and we are eternally secure. So this is not referring to that forgiveness, but it's referring to the daily cleansing. Jesus uh, talked about that when He was washing the feet of His disciples disciples in John chapter 13 the night before he died and 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 Peter said if you're going to wash me wash me all over and he says you don't need washing all over you've already been washed all over but you need your feet washed and you see those of us that follow Christ we've already been washed all over forgiven of all of our sins but on a day-by-day basis we transgress God's law we we disobey and we need to be confessing first John 1 9 says if you are confessing your sin Uh, He is faithful just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And so that confession is very important on a daily basis. And if we don't, then we will come under the discipline of Almighty God. That that lack of the Father forgiving us is all about God working to correct us, to discipline us in our lives. And so we need to be sure that as we're asking God for forgiveness on a daily basis, that daily cleansing, we, we need to be willing to forgive others also so that we're not carrying unforgiveness in our heart and blocking our blessing from Almighty God and bringing ourselves under the discipline and the chastisement of God. 
Then the third and final petition is, Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This does not mean that God tempts to evil, because James 1.13 tells us that God cannot tempt us to evil. But this is a request to avoid falling into sin when temptation comes. We all are tempted. We all face that in, in this life. There's not a Christ follower that walks on this earth that doesn't face temptation, and most of the time on a daily basis. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Help us as we as we face temptation. Help us. God has promised to f- help us find a way out to get get through that. And this prayer reflects a true desire of Christ followers to live holy lives. I would direct your attention to Romans chapter seven, verses fifteen to twenty-five. Write that down. Romans chapter seven, verses fifteen to twenty-five. I don't have time on this podcast to read it, but I want you to go read it. There, Paul talks about the struggle that he has on a day-by-day basis. He wants to do right, but finds himself doing wrong at times. We all go through that, and so this prayer is: God help us to face temptation and to overcome it and to live a holy life. Well, I hope that this has been helpful as we've studied the model prayer. There's so much more that could be said, but I've kind of just done a flyover in the last couple days of this prayer. I hope that you have gotten some points and it'll help you in your prayer life to pray in a way that honors Almighty God. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.